independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Your life matters to you. How many times do I say that? Does. When you're trying to fill hours and hours of stuff on the TV, things like what is going on with Biden or Trump, it matters to them because they got to fill hours and hours and hours of stuff on TV. But two weeks ago, did you struggle because there were things stuffed inside of Biden's think tanks and whatnot? No, he didn't. Six months ago, did you struggle because of the things that were supposedly in the closets of, you know, of of past presidents like Trump? No, you didn't. But it makes for great television. It does. Does TV's fantastic because you got to fill hours. Right? You got to fill hours and hours and hours and hours. You got to do that. I get it. We don't do that here. Talk about things that matter. Talk about, you know, I don't know, the economy, stupid. Economy, guess what happened last month? Wasn't very good. Christmas time. Oh, yeah. W- what happened? Uh, we didn't spend as much. Wasn't as great as a lot of people thought. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was a struggle bus down about 1.1% worse than they expected. That matters. Because at the end of the day, as I like to say, at the end of the day, when you lay your head down upon that pillow, right? And you get a little bit older, you wake up in the middle of the night, because God, I got to pee. You're thinking about the economy. You're thinking about, how do I pay this? I got, the kids got soccer tomorrow. It uh, doesn't matter how much I mean. You know, like my son's playing hockey now. God bless him. And this weekend was his. It's funny because I think when we go to the games, <laughs> we make him nervous. He had an amazing tournament this weekend playing in front of Skaha coaches, which are like big. And, and you know, there's a lot of things that he wants to do. And he's going to be spending uh, a portion of the summer actually with my little brother training uh, almost on a full time basis because he's getting so much better at it. But I realize as great as I'm encouraging him. I started thinking the other night. I was asking my brother. I said, Tristan, what's it cost right now for, for your kids? He goes, well, for my double-A kids, it's costing them about 10000 to 12000 a year. He goes, it's not, it's not a lot. He goes, because they only travel you know, to, to Arizona and to San Jose, you know, like you know, once a month or twice a month. I go, what's your AAA? He goes, that's going to cost you. He goes, our trip to Montreal and, or to Quebec is going to cost about 10000 on its own. He goes, but that's going to cost you forty or fifty. And you start thinking to yourself, my God, it's so insane. You know what doesn't keep me up? The other stuff. Why? It's something to talk about. you got to fill time. Most of you listening, look, I am as, as reasonable and common sense as it gets. I never once for a moment thought Trump was doing anything untoward. I think he thought, oh, this stuff's mine. Do I think Biden was doing anything? No, I don't. Do I think Hunter Biden was doing anything with him? No, no. I think Hunter was selling access to him long ago, but I don't think he was doing anything with any, anything like that. No, I just, it, it, but it's crazy because you got to fill out all of the stuff. You know, listening to Jay, uh, uh, you know, Jean, uh, Jay, was it JP? <laughs> I want to I do it right. 
KJP or Karine Jean-Pierre. I feel bad because she's, first of all, ill-equipped to go out there and handle 99% of this stuff. Anyways, this is worse, right? This isn't Jen Psaki or Sarah Huckabee Sanders who would go out there and get in your face and throw back stuff and think on her feet. No, this person is, is, is getting to run around. And, you know, at, at some point, she also doesn't need to be answered to the question. This is what apparently Biden's pissed about because he wants to get out and talk about stuff. And she's trying to flip about the economy. Uh, you don't get extra points, day off work, more money in your bank, eggs cheaper, because any of these things happen. It's a red and blue thing. It's something for television. They're going to have a big battle when it comes to the debt ceiling. Some people are saying the reason that they're throwing the debt ceiling out so early and Chuck Todd over the weekend says, it's a bunch of crap. You guys talk about the debt ceiling. We don't need to because you guys are embarrassed by this politically. It makes you look like idiots. But no, the debt ceiling should have been talked about a long time ago. We spent how much money on what kind of crap? Oh, yeah, a lot of stuff. We got our leaders over in Davos talking about all kinds of useless BS. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But, you know, your world is about you. And when you go to sleep at night, you wake up in the morning, you think about got to get the kids to school. What's going on at my job? What's going on at my business? How can I grow this? Am I going to have enough to pay the bills this month? What did I see? Lo and behold, more stuff comes out. Oh, geez, guess what? We're spending way more money. And I'm not talking about us as in the government. I'm talking about what? You, me, the average individual. Share of U.S. adults who said their expenses were higher than their income is growing exponentially. We're over almost 30%. Up 7% from last year. Get ready for this. 9% of those earning more than $100,000 say they're spending more. Those are the things that matter. China's coming out of their deep freeze COVID BS. What do you think is going to happen there? I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but my gas price has gone up about 15 cents in the last two weeks. Now they're going to be consuming more energy? Talked to our buddy yesterday, Zach Abraham. Chief Investment Officer of Bulwark, what did he say? Uh, Don't be surprised if you see energy prices start to shoot up again. Yeah, yeah. Those things matter to the average person. Cost of gas, the cost of eggs. Little things, they add up. And when you're living paycheck to paycheck, the rest of it's noise. So when I get people who, who, you know, why aren't you talking more about this? Why aren't you talking more about that? Because I'm talking about what the average person talks about. You and I. You and I are talking about God, you know. Hope my job's okay. I wonder what's going to happen with this. I wonder what's going to happen with that. Where do you think this is going in the economy? Do you think that uh, you know, those things, when I talk to clients, I know what they're worried about. And when you've got $50,000 a year down to about $36,000 a year. About one in four of them are spending way more. That means they're putting on the credit card. The next big thing that's coming is what? Credit card defaults. Big, oh, it's going to be crazy. Somebody asked me, why do they charge so much for uh, credit card rates? Well, because it's unsecured, right? You're not getting that meal back. Now, you can go repo somebody's car, but you're not repoing somebody's meal. Oh, yeah. So those things matter. 
Not that this isn't important in some ways because it's political and where where these things go will help shape some of what's going on. But at, at this moment, what do you think about the most? Unless you sit around all day and you watch Fox News or MSNBC or anything, what is the thing that is singularly on your mind? The economy, my kids, what am I going to pay for? What's going on with my job? Those things are always sitting there in some variation. Not, I can't sleep at night because I don't know if Biden has more boxes of stuff. I just, I can't. I haven't slept for days. <laughs> That's not happening. Now, some loonies out there, maybe. Some of those Trump derangement syndrome freaks out there who live and die by whatever Trump does. Maybe. But the average person, not so much. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Want to hear from you. A lot of stuff to get to. China falling apart faster than people think. We're going to talk a bit about that. And it is getting uglier. New numbers out from December for immigration. Not a lot of people talking about it, but let me tell you some. Whoa, record-breaking again. I don't know if you get a reward for that. Maybe they should give him a plaque. But, man, the numbers are crazy. And the amount of gotaways, also massive. So encounters and gotaways, let's just put it well past a quarter of a million just for December, which was supposed to be slowing down, I thought. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the things. Grab the podcast if you miss it. And when you do, make sure you got your Raycons on. Raycons, what do they have? Vitamins, minerals? No. Well, they have best sound in the world. Absolutely. Fit, second to none. Oh, six different soft gel tips. Get the fit that's right for you. There's no stems. There's no wires. They click into your ears. It's kind of like Legos. You don't feel them. You can wear them all day. 32 hours of battery life, eight hours of talk time, and listening to stuff in different sound modes, whether it be isolation, whether it be the sound mode where you want awareness mode around you, whatever it is, is easy to do with Raycons. And the price, well under $100. I'm going to save you an extra 15%. If you want the best sound quality with the best fit, there's the Everyday Earbuds from Raycon. Get them. They don't budge. You can put them through the ringer. You will love them. Go to buyraycon.com slash chad. Save an extra 15% right now. Buyraycon.com slash chad. Buyraycon.com slash chad. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to Tribal Free Radio. Information over affirmation. Facts over fiction. It's ridiculous, and I want you to know that. You call it ridiculous, we call it reality. That's a crock. Real over fake. God help us. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. The Chad Benson Show. Fighting truth decay the American way. Republicans are now vowing not to raise the debt limit by a single penny unless they get deep spending cuts that they choose, passed by Congress and signed by President Biden into law. Biden is saying he's not going to sign any increase in the debt limit tied to spending cuts. So it is a standoff. Yeah. So what do you do at that point? Are we going to default now? Normally, we start having this talk a little bit later. Thursday, in theory, is when it's, uh, you know, the the it hits the fan, if you will. Uh, uh, 
but they're going to do extraordinary measures, as Yellen said, to push it out. They could do that till June if they do some more extraordinary measures. Magically goes out to August, uh, September. But this isn't going anywhere. There's a fight that's going to happen, and we're spending way too much money. We're just talking about the average person now is spending more money going out than they're taking in or living at that edge. We passed that a long time ago in government. And this this insane, insane world of we'll just continue to print more money as if that will not have any issues, see inflation now. And the luck of COVID in some areas locking places down so the consumption of, of in particular, fossil fuels doesn't you know send markets skyrocketing and you couple that with what's going on in Ukraine and the fact that they got pretty lucky this year. The gamble that old the pooter went with about what are they going to do when it gets freezing, you know, in, in December and, and January and everything goes to hell and they start freaking out. And they don't have anything. Well, guess what? Pretty mild winter this year. And because of that, there isn't that, you know, oh, my God, we don't care. Do whatever you want to Ukraine. Just give us our fossil fuels and give us all the things we need to heat. That hasn't happened. So we've been fortunate. But if you're not willing to cut, why are we having conversations? It's about taxes. The rich pay their fair share. Take every dollar from every rich person right now, and I bet you they'll piss through it in a month or two with all their insane things, with zero accountability, and they'll be back to square one. So, yeah, we do need to do some cutting. I'm looking at the Republicans as well. Across the board, we've spent a ton of money. And I'll remind you, we have spent a ton of money. The bill coming due will be our kids and our grandkids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Uh, Let's see here. 250,000 people plus are the numbers from last month as far as migrant encounters. Now you're saying, Chad, that's a lot. That is a record. An all-time record. Are you ready for this? 70,000 gotaways. Put those together. That is a ton. 320, 325 last month. May, which was the peak, was 241,000. Well, they surpassed that. Eric Adams touched on it this week. He went out to El Paso. He says, what? How is this not a crisis? How is this? Because it's not. To them, it's not a crisis. And this goes in in many ways, both sides. Cheap labor is great. Keeps the economy flowing. We're not producing enough babies. We're not doing some of the things. We don't have the workers we need in certain areas. And on the other side, the hopes and prayers of one day these people coming here will continue to be indentured servants to the Democrats. Put it all together. What do you have? A nightmare. And this, this, you know, whatever the hell is going to happen with uh, the app and whether or not we'll even see that thing put into effect is... It, it means very little at this point. Over 170 nations were encountered last year. And so far this year, they're up around 145, 150. Oh, wow. 
So, and we're talking about four nations. Haiti, is it Nicaragua, Cuba, and Venezuela. It's not a win, kids. It's not a win. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, Matt Lamb from College Fix is going to join us next. We're going to talk about the insanity of what's going on at Harvard Medical School. Because it is Wednesday. We like to get woke. Let's bring some other people in who also like to, hey, let everybody know about the insanity of woke Wednesday. And one of the things they're talking about is a course catalog description for LGBTQIA potential patients. That includes infants. Excuse me. Infants. That's right. Infants. Clinical exposure and education will focus on serving the gender and sexual minority uh, people across lifespans from infants to older adults. Talk about that, the wackiness that goes on on these college campuses. Uh, from my buddy Matt Lamb, uh, one of the editors over there at College Fix. It's, again, Woke Wednesday. We want to explore all wackiness as well as inform. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. Twitter, tweet, text, love hearing from you. Let's get woke straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Ah, kids and kittens, it's Wednesday. You know what happens on Wednesday. We talk about all kinds of things, but one of the things we love to do is get woke. Oh, yeah. Every once in a while, it's just good to get a little woke. Okay, I have been made aware of the allegations. Is there anything you can say on your behalf? I'm trans? You just won HR. White people are also oppressed by racism. We're not. We are the oppressors. What the? What? What did you say? Do not bring that European nonsense into this ethnic household. Do you understand me? I have hair in my armpit. I have it there for a few reasons. One, lazy. Two, the patriarchy. And three, it's still exhausting. Oh my God. I'm mad as hell at It's time for Woke Wednesday. Let's get woke and joining us now from the collegefix.com associate editor, Matt Lamb. And let's talk about some wokeness and wackiness going on. And, you know, one of the things I was talking to one of the other uh, people over there about the Harvard Med School. So the LGBTQIA plus infants and older is insane, Matt. And uh, first of all, what's going on in a lot of these medical schools is insane. But. Uh, they're they're pushing agendas and doing wacky things. Uh, how does a child, an infant, know if they're LGBTQ plus? Exactly. So uh, they don't. Um, it's it's not possible. But Harvard Med School, since the story kind of went viral after we broke it uh, January tenth, they came out and they said, "No, this is about uh, chromosomal, uh, gonadal, anatomical variations." I think they're referring to intersex people. The problem with that is that intersex isn't really doesn't really fit with the other alphabet. 
uh, alphabet people because intersex is just a biological ana- anomaly. Um, <clears throat> if you're intersex, you're still a male or a female. There's just like problems with your reproductive organs or, or things like that. Um, I, I know. Oh, sorry. Good. No, no, no. Keep going. Oh, I, and I know, so I know our story uh, really has made it big because the Associated Press came to the rescue today with a fact check. They, they fact checked our story and said, Harvard is not, they don't do anything with transgender infants. Well, the problem actually is that this med class partners with Boston Children's Hospital, who has said before that children can be transgender in the womb. So when you put those two things together, it sure seems like there's people at Harvard who think babies or even preborn babies can be gay or transgender or, or questioning or asexual. <clears throat> it's nuts. It's nuts. We're talking to uh, uh, Matt Lamb, associate editor at the college You know, when you talk about stories like this, everybody wants to come out. No, this is, this is, this is what we really meant. This is the things, Matt, this is what we really meant. We have to fact check you guys because what we really meant was this and it's so funny that they run out to fact check certain things, but you're talking about an infant and it, sh- it just shows you the insanity. And look, I get it from people who push agendas in the media and things like this. This is a medical school. This is not playtime uh, advocacy. Right. And the other thing that, uh, and I actually wrote a, a different piece on this today that's up at the collegefix.com is that it's not a very convincing response because it's a very rare condition and it could probably be covered in a day in like an endocrinology class an obstetrics or pediatrics class. So why would they put it with a very, this course is activist focused. They say part of it's going to be, you're going to do advocacy for, for LGBTQIA plus whatever people. So then why are you treating a medical condition that happens in the, that can happen in the womb? Um, I mean, a lot of stuff can happen before you're born. Why is that an activist? Like, what are they doing? They're going to hold, like, a protest in support of intersex babies? And what are you even protesting for? It's something that can be fixed with surgery or, or hormones and other med- medical, legitimate medical interventions. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. You know, it, it's and, and I look at, you know, last year there was that uh, was at Minnesota University, another medical school out there that was doing the same thing where so much of what's going on in the medical world at these colleges is the the professors are starting to get worried because they're like, hey, uh, we're going to put science to the side because we're more interested in feelings over the science of stuff. And that's a scary thing. And I keep telling everybody this and maybe you can elaborate the woke culture that we joke about all the time and we have because some of it's absurd. We've got to the point now where these kids have been indoctrinated enough. Now they're in your, well, they're in your work. They're in the cube next to you. They're bringing all of this lunacy with them and they're making you try to conform to it. I don't want that from a doctor who's like, look, I'm more about an advocate, whether or not I'm going to treat you the right way as far as science goes. Absolutely. So, you know, it used to be kind of contained to the women and gender studies department and there'd be sort of a silly essay from some feminist professor about smashing the patriarchy, haha, whatever. But now it's it's in the classrooms, it's in the corporations, it's in the doctor's room. I mean, there's real world effects when doctors are telling 13 and 14 year olds, maybe you know the story about Chloe Cole and others like her. Oh, yeah. Oh, you need to chop off your breasts. Well, now if they change their mind, which often happens, they can no longer breastfeed and people are being permanently sterilized at 14, 15, 16 years old. It's not, you know, it's one thing to kind of laugh at the pronouns. Ha ha. Okay. But these are like real world effects that actually harm people's lives. 
Yeah, and I don't think people take that into account. Uh, talking to uh, Matt Lamb, associate editor at collegefix.com, uh, and you guys have been great about bringing a lot of this lunacy to, to everybody. But, you know, we, we, you, you talk about Chloe, and, you know, I, I read something the other day where it's another one of those libs of TikTok luna, you know, lunatics that are out there that, again, make us all laugh. But it's, it's like, do you really believe this, or are you parroting somebody? They're like, if you are transgender and you decide to detransition, you're transphobic. I'm like, my God. That's that's where we are now. It's like it's insane. And yet you can't say anything or else you're a bad person. Absolutely. Which it's kind of ironic they would say that because I thought you could be gender fluid. So why can't you move back and forth between being transgender and uh, and not? And I think that was actually like an academic study, so to speak, out of the, the Netherlands, which I think legalizes all drugs, which maybe explains how they came to that conclusion, but um, exactly. And it is really infecting. You mentioned the university of Minnesota. They have a professor who is not a medical doctor who writes these papers regularly. Her name is Rachel Hardiman about racialized violence and pregnancy. And she tried to argue that police stops were leading to miscarriages, but there was no sort of like causal link. She just took two numbers and made a correlation and, and claimed it. And, and, and this is going to lead to bad medicine because doctors, unfortunately are going to incorporate this into their practice. You know, you talk about like the 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 lunacy. I was I was you know Abigail Schreier. We've had her on several times here. You know, her book is great about this. And you know, she's she's you know she's kind of left and she's you know didn't want to write a book about you know transitioning and the trans thing. And she talked about the stuff that was going on. But you know, she also mentioned and we've talked about this. I'm sure you guys have talked to doctors. The fear is if you're a doctor right now and you go out there, Matt. And you're like, I don't think I should do this. Well, they're going to scream at you and then try to take your license. But you also know, if I continue in this kind of practice, guess what's going to happen? Eventually, they're going to come back to me in five years and go, why did you do this to me? And they're going to take your license. You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Absolutely. I mean, there's been lawsuits. Um, Chloe Cole is one example. Camille Kiefel is another one. Um, I think she's an organ <clears throat> who are going back and, you know, suing these doctors. And I do think the lawsuits are good because I think fear of lawsuits uh, can can change doctors uh, practices for the better. Um, and absolutely. And I think it's going to drive people out of the medical field or it's going to stop good people from going into the medical field. You know, we hear all this moaning and, and, and whining about, oh, we're not going to have enough OBGYNs if there's restrictions on abortion. Well, let's talk about what happens when you target, you know, people of faith or just people who are critical of transgenderism and basically force them to participate in this. I mean, you're going to lose a lot of good people from the medical field for this very reason. You know, uh, we're talking to uh, Matt Lamb. He's associate editor over there at uh, collegefix.com. Check him out. You know, I you know, I worked for years in Palm Springs. I met several people who were trans, and it was, you know, very interesting because a lot of them who were older in particular would talk about the fact, Matt, that, you know, when they went through this years ago, it was a couple years of living as the opposite sex. It was a couple years, but you know, of then getting the gender stuff before they even th- and psych, you know, psychological evaluation before they even thought about saying, "Hey, it's okay for you uh, to now go through with the surgery." Now it's like it seems to be a phone call. It's as easy to get as a prescription for Adderall. Absolutely, there was a counselor who was sued. This Camille Kiefel case I mentioned. 
Um, and she, she said she doesn't do counseling. She basically just writes letters of support. So you go and you say, I'm, I, I was assigned male at birth, um, but I'm a female. Okay, 30 minutes. Yep, yep. Oh, okay, you like wearing dresses? Oh, cool, cool. Yep, you're a woman. Here you go. Go, like, cut off all your, you know, go sterilize yourself. And, yeah, it really, it, it, there's no, there's no, I mean, there can't be science behind it because you can't change your genders. But even the made-up science is so flimsy <laughs> to begin with um, because they're just so eager to inject you with puberty blockers and uh, and surgeries. And I think for something I had to learn, I think also for older generations, that a lot of people might think transgender is cross-dressing. And maybe you're a man, but you wear a dress and you wear makeup. But like we mentioned, these are real-world effects that are leaving the classroom and, and harming people in, in society. What are the numbers? Because I saw, you know, I, I it was, you know, Bill Maher even talked about the insanity. You know, it was like you go back and you look at the greatest generation. It was less than one-tenth of one percent. Then you look at the, you know, uh, the baby boomers. It was like, you know, three percent. Gen X was like, you know, four and a half percent. Then you get to the point where you're now at like Gen Z and it's like 21 percent of them are, are part of the LGBTQ, uh, which is, you know, statistically just not even possible. But when you look at the trans, what are the numbers? Because it's growing and it's a business. Yeah, so I've seen something like 6% um, that in the whole LGBT spectrum. We had an article the other day. Some colleges at like Smith College, some Ivy Leagues, I think it's up to like 50, 60, 70% are somewhere on that LGBTQ uh, list. Um, so it, it is that high. But in reality, the number of gender dysphoric individuals probably historically has always been around you know, half a percent to 1%, uh, you know, everyone kind of has mental health issues from here to there. So that wouldn't be surprising that people would have gender confusion, you know, 1%, but it's certainly going up. I would love to see an actual academic study on TikTok usage correlation to transgender identification. Uh, Cause I do, I do believe there's a strong connection there to social media and, and LGBT identification. And, and and last question, I appreciate you coming on today. Uh, Matt Lamb, uh, uh, go to thecollegefix.com, check out all his great writing and all the great stuff going on over there, uh, keeping everybody abreast of the woke and wackiness. Uh, I look at all of this stuff. How many of it, though, is kids? Because I, I think this more than anything. They just want to be special. And this gives them that. It's it's like having an X-Man power. This gives them that. If you identify as this, uh, it gives you power. As you identify, it, it, that to me seems to be something that is so, I think, real because they feel like they don't have anything. And now all of a sudden they're in some sort of protected class. Absolutely. This goes back to a few years ago. I was in a, a involved Catholic youth ministry and there was a psychologist from the, the, the local diocese that said that the number one way to get attention and, and affection and support now, and this was probably three or four years ago, is to come out as, as gay. And I'm sure now he would probably say gay or transgender or gender fluid. So I do really believe it's a, it's a well, it's a social contagion, right? Uh, that was a yeah. rapid onset gender dysphoria. I, I, I believe Abigail referred to it as social contagion. So yeah, I think your point is exactly it. I think it's a social positive thing the internet there's a lot of affirmation helena kirshner's talk about this but it is driven by the internet and and you know groupthink. let's say that damn internet which connected us so at times it's good as well uh associate editor matt lambert the uh the college uh, fix.com check it out appreciate you coming on today my man enjoyed it thanks for having me Bye. thanks
At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. So much to unpack with that. We'll touch a little bit on that as well. Uh, Some more on the economy. Speaking of the economy, inflation, ah, it's sideways. You don't know what the hell's going on. You're looking around the corner going, what the hell am I going to do with my money? How about this? You thought about a little gold, a little silver? Oh, tell me more, Chad. Uh, There's stuff out there, like my buddies over at Swiss America, that are going to be able to help you out with certain things. And one of those things is they're looking at gold going places that is crazy. Why not be a part of what's going on? Now, they sent me something the other day, these amazing little, uh, uh, you know, they've got dimes. They've got all these incredible. They've got so many different things. I was talking to them yesterday, and it is truly awesome uh, what they have. And I want you to be able to check this out for yourself. Now, for my listeners, they're doing something spectacular. It's 1250. You're going to get yourself a half dollar that is awesome. And you just, it's so simple and easy. You can go to SwissAmerica.com and check it out for yourself. But I'm telling you guys this, the things that are that you look out there with how you protect yourself from inflation, this is absolutely one of them. When you're looking to do things that are different than just regular things. Because, yes, you've got your portfolio, but you've got other things to worry about as well. $12.50 delivered right to you. It is the Walking Liberty Half Dollar. Get it right now. All you have to do is go to SwissAmerica.com or text or call 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646. Or visit SwissAmerica.com slash Chad. Limit 250 per customer. It's only $12.50 each. $12.50 delivered right to your door. Text or call 800-289-2646 or go to SwissAmerica.com. Chad Benson Show. Serving up talk radio medium rare and dripping with irony. It's Chad Benson. Ah, appreciate Matt Lamb coming on. You missed the associated editor of thecollegefix.com. If you never check it out, just go there and see some of the lunacy. And this is all based on all the craziness going on in college. And it's funny. I don't see it anywhere. We had an incident here the other day. I'm not, I'm not going to say what took place. Uh, but it was, again, we've got this woke culture and it's coming out. And if you're in the economics department, you're in the engineering department, you're not feeling it. But so many people are doing these humanity departments. It's just crazy lunacy that's going on and it was very interesting so you know just to hear some of the wackiness and when you've got medical schools like harvard and 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 many other who are basing like some of the stuff that they're doing in the world of 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 the medical and science world on feelings more than science that's scary you know, and Eric Weinstein talked about it all the time. He's like, I don't know how many friends of mine, are professor friends, and this guy's great professor who are brilliant. And when they go, they may be the most qualified person when they're looking to be professor professorships for certain places. And they're told essentially, well, you're, you know, when you're just, you don't have the the activism we're looking for. That's not what I want in an engineer. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet. Tax love hearing from all of you. Better help. People are struggling out there with all kinds of issues, and they can't find somebody to talk to. And they need somebody to talk to. Now, maybe it's New Year's resolutions. How do I work with my willpower? I've got to make big decisions this year about several different things. And sometimes there are other issues out there. And let me tell you something, BetterHelp is here to help you. Everything is done online. It's therapy like you've never 
ever seen before, and it is incredible. It has helped my my eldest tremendously uh, in a time when people were struggling with COVID and she was on the spectrum. Guess what? Everything's done online. Now you can do Zoom, phone calls, even direct messages. Over 3 million people have been placed with licensed and vetted therapists right now I'm going to save you an extra 10%, and it's way more affordable than going in person. I want you to go to betterhelp.com slash Benson. You fill out a small questionnaire, your place with a therapist. If you're uncomfortable with a therapist or you don't feel it's clicking, you could easily be switched to a new therapist. Couldn't be simpler. Betterhelp.com slash Benson saves you an extra 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash Benson at Chad Benson show Twitter C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N Chad Benson show this is the Chad Benson show Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Microsoft laying off 10,000 people, people, people. You know, we talk about all the jobs that are available. We talk about all that stuff. But we've been saying for how long? Some of the economy in this bizarre world of the kind of recession, not a re- is going to do fine. Some of it is going to feel it more. And yesterday, I think we brought it up with our buddy Zach Abraham. We're talking about what is it? Is the the tech world is laying off probably about fifteen hundred plus people on average a day. Those are those mid level kind of jobs that pay pretty darn good. Some of it is slow down in business. Salesforce guy came out two weeks ago. The guy who runs Salesforce said, "Look, when things were good, we way overhired." But I also want to ask the question, is some of it, yeah, maybe we overhired or yeah, do we really need this many people? Because when COVID came, we got along with some people not being here. Is that a possibility? Is some slowdown a possibility? I think it's a mixture of everything. But 10,000 folk is a lot of folk to be laid off. It's not 100,000 in a day, but it's a big number. It is a big, big, big number. Uh, and it is going to be very interesting to see the way that this starts to go because it's those jobs, those tech industry jobs, those white-collar jobs that are going to be the things that I think are going to pay the biggest price at this moment in time. You know, And I want to see how it – like, if you don't have to go to work and you're refusing to go to work, Right now. And your boss is desperate to get you back. We talked about it with uh, Disney. Oh, boy. Like, got to come back. And they're like, we don't have to go back because you can't find anybody work for us. Uh, And we joked. We're like, at some point, the tide is going to turn. And you're going to look up and go, wait, what? Yeah, you're right. You don't have to come back ever. Oh, no. So cuts are coming, but Microsoft is laying off 10,000 folk. 
it's going to be, uh, I'm sure, a shock to some of them. I'm sure some of them are also getting some uh, nice severance packages. I, I don't think they're going away uh, empty-handed. But when you look at the fact that they're laying off uh, 10,000 people, that is because cloud growth is slowing down. You have got slowdown in PCs. So, and this goes on, this is on the heels of them laying off a thousand people in October. So in the space of about four months, they've reduced their workforce by almost five and a half percent. That is going to save them $1.2 billion uh, over, over time. So. Slow down, kids. Slow down, slow down, slow down. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. It's money, baby. It's money. How do you get money? Hey, Gen Z is going to tell us how they get money. It's the best way to get it, of course. You can't just take rich people's money. Why not? They took it from us. How else do you think somebody gets a single billion, let alone hundreds of billions? You could get paid a million dollars a day and still have to work 1,000 days at a million dollars to get just one billion. People are out here with hundreds of billions. Well, it's stock appreciation. That's how they got it. Okay, how does a stock appreciate? It's valuable. Where does value come from? From people doing work. You guys picking that up? It's where it comes from. People doing work, it's value. Can't just take it, stock appreciation. You know, saying somebody's a billionaire, uh, there are a lot of people that are quote unquote billionaires, but realized and actual are separate things. Now, there's games that are played, don't get me wrong, and there's ways of going about doing it that are fantastic. You know, that's that's a tax problem. If you want to fix some of this stuff, you go after the taxes. We've talked about it on numerous occasions. The, 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 there is a tax issue in the way that things are written, but both sides have participated in it, and both sides have had numerous occasions to try to fix it. And there are reasons why you don't fix some of them, because you don't want to discourage investment. You don't. Oh, Trump didn't pay taxes because look at all the stuff. He had all these losses. Yeah, that's investment. If you told me that I can only, I risk my money, and if things go south, uh, I can't write any of it off at all. Is you just lose? Sorry, it's nothing you can do about it. Well, then, why would I want to invest in something like that? Well, because the potential. Yeah, but I'm also taking a risk, and it's my money. So there are some things that that are out there, but there's ways that they play these games. So this guy's talking about stock appreciation. Absolutely. 100%. What should we do, Gen Z socialist guy? Oh, your company is going to make all the cars electric, going to take us to Mars, going to cure cancer, going to do whatever. Who's going to do that? Workers are going to do that. Without them doing it, your company is valueless. People producing the value do not get the wealth. It all goes to one guy who takes the value from everybody working for him and now has hundreds of billions of dollars. So take it back unionize their companies set up all possible paths of compensation to benefit workers that's what they did to create billionaires in the first place just reverse it no oh, it sounds so simple uh you're seeing all that right like you know look at the unionization in certain places like starbucks how's that working out unions worked in the past we have so many protections now that's a lot of reason why well they want paycheck protection want these things that sounds great 
So what happens if they decide, okay, we're going to unionize all these things. You know, that's fine. I'm going to take it all offshore and somewhere else. Now all those people out of jobs. And by the way, he's kind of pointing a, a finger at Elon Musk. Uh, okay. So do all those people, are they forced to work for Elon? Because I've got some friends who work for Tesla, and i got a friend who works for SpaceX, and I will tell you this very, 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 they're compensated very well, and their jobs are not super high up. And they also have stock, too. That's something you've left out there. Uh, he's lost some money, too. If that sounds crazy, it's not any crazier than what we have now, which is a single person who could lose $200 billion and still be the second richest person on earth at the same time that two-thirds of the country is living paycheck to paycheck. That's crazy. Pick any metric. The system that we have right now is a joke, and it's only working for the people who set it up to work that way. Mm. Some of that is true. Now, again, I go back to the $200 million that Elon's worth that, that he lost. None of that was realized. None of that was realized. Not a penny of that was realized gain. He said for, well, he said two years ago, there's no way Tesla's worth more than all the other car companies together. It's completely overvalued. That's an investment thing. It has nothing to do with him. The stock was out of control and, and it's starting to come back down to some normalish area of, of where it should be valued at. But again, I go back to yesterday. We were talking to, uh, our, our buddy Zach over there at, at Bork, and what did he say? How many of these tech stocks were trading at like 20 to 1? That's nuts. Your valuation is 20 to 1? That's incredible. 25 to 1? No, 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 no. No. But none of that's realized. But yeah, there's a certain port of what he said that is true. But at the same time... People use the system that's in front of them. And if they're smart enough to use the system to create something, let's not forget creating something, coming up with an idea, and then getting it through to a point where it's become realized and the gains come from that. You're employing people. Those people are getting paid. You've created something that has caused people to go, I want that thing. Okay, great. Now I need to hire a bunch of people. Before you created that, they didn't have jobs. They do now. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to see a rise in some unions. I do, especially as China falters and we have some serious issues and they're thinking about bringing things back home here. But here's something else. And I will tell Gen Z guy this who probably has never written anybody a check in real life, doesn't have a business. Here's something we are as a nation. We're consumer driven. And being consumer driven means we're also driven by price. Stock them deep and sell them cheap. Oh, yeah. I get that. Having somebody say... Hey, uh, could you make this iPhone here? We can make some of them here. We don't have uh, the amount of workers we need to produce them in mass the way that we, we consume them now globally. But, yeah, we can make some of them here. What would it cost then? Well, if this iPhone is 1200 bucks, which is insane, uh, would you pay $2,500 for it? Oh, I don't know if I'd pay that much for it. Okay. That's the question you ask in the consumerism world. Of Because at the end of the day, if I have a business and I go to bed at night, I'm thinking to myself, okay, uh, I've got to bring in more than I uh, 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 put out. So uh, if, 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 if 
it costs me a thousand a day dollars a day to operate. I need to bring in at least a thousand and one without me even getting paid. So how do I go about doing that? Well, if my cost goes up and all these things go up, I'm going to have to charge my customers more because I'm not going to eat all that. So what happens then? Well, then either everybody adjusts or you go out of business. So there's a lot that goes into it. It all sounds great because we look at somebody's wealth and say, we should just take it. But as I've said, go ahead and take it. Take all the wealth of the rich people today. Within six months, you'll be back going, "Uh, that didn't work. We need more. And what did you create with it? Hmm. 323-538-2423 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, a little wokeness we're going to do. Bottom of the hour, the craziness of what's going on in Virginia. A little what's trending straight ahead as well. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Go there, get a free bag of Rough Greens. It is the best thing I've ever done for my dog. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. All this incredible stuff delivered right to you in a small bag that is powerful and is going to help your dog with their aches, their pain, their energy, their digestive tract, all of that stuff. It's been a lifesaver for my dog, Doodle. We worked out yesterday. Doodle's closing in on 15, maybe 16 years old. There's no way he should have made it past 10, 12. Five years or four and a half years of us doing rough greens, he is healthier and happier than he's ever been. And while he drives my mother-in-law crazy, uh... The reality is, is he's eating, he's healthy, he's happy, he's playful. It's awesome. And it's all because of Rough Greens. They're going to send you a bag for free. You have to do nothing but cover the cost of shipping. That means it's two, three bucks. You pay the cost of shipping. They send it to you. Don't change the food. Just take it, sprinkle it on top of, of, of your dog's uh, bowl of food. Whatever it is, whether it's dry food or wet food, and then they're going to love the taste. But you watch what happens over time. You're going to see marked improvement rather quickly. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Get a free bag now. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. What's trending straight ahead? Chad Benson Show. Irreverent? Um, like, yeah. So what? It's the Chad Benson Show. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Peggy Grace, Trouble in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Leonidas, Crash, Nap, Lenny, Bush, and Lester Banks, Birthday Party, Cheesecake, Jelly Bean, Boom. What's trending? Let us find out what's trending, shall we? Oh, we shall. Start with Twitter. Astro X is trending. It's either a rapper or it's a new rocket ship. (laughs) Or it's a sex toy. I have no idea. Oh, my God. Is it a video game? I don't know. It's trending right now. Uh, Rebel Moons, apparently Zack Snyder's got, uh, they're debuting a lot of stuff today, uh, like Netflix, some of the stuff coming out. I know that South by Southwest is coming up. Scream 6, Ghostface. Fall Out Boys got a new album, debuted today as well. Hop Day, always, baby, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, let's see here, what else we got? Uh, man, there's so much weird Wordle, or was it Wordle? I don't play that game. 
trending. There must be something crazy going on in the world of Wordle as well. Some of the big news, Microsoft trending right now. 10,000 people being laid off. Why? What is happening there? Australian Open also trending as well as Crimea as the war rages on. Head on over to Google. Ron Jeremy News, number one trending thing today. He's been found uh, mentally incompetent to stand trial. He's good. looks like he's going to spend the rest of his life, which does not, based on the look of him, going to be that much longer. I don't know how old he is. Mid-60s? Oh, he's almost 70. Uh, but he's going to be in a state mental institution starting next month. Uh, Jeremy pleaded not guilty after a grand jury indicted him with 34 counts of sexual assault, including 12 counts of rape. Uh, but they said he's got incurable uh, neurocognitive decline, uh, of which he will uh, never recover. So he'll be in a mental institution. Head on over to uh, more of the crazy Google stuff. Yesterday, Jay Briscoe, apparently a wrestler, died. Didn't know. Todd Crisley and his wife, Julia, reported to federal prisons. Tax evasion. Greta Thunberg, whose life we've ruined, was detained by German police while protesting. Oh, no. Madonna, she announced that she is uh, going to have a world tour. 62. What do you think? She, so here, let's take bets. So what does she look like by the end of the tour? Is she going to get more plastic surgery before, during? Oh, that's a good question. Because if you look at her now, compared to what she was a few years ago, she does not look like anything. Uh, she's starting to look like those people who get too much surgery, like those twins, and you start looking like a cat. That's not very nice, Chad. Microsoft layoffs trending as well. Uh, 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, a lot of the other things. Talk about a few things. Insanity of what's going on in Virginia. Imagine you working your butt off big time as a high school kid, kicking a ton of butt. Okay. And you get awarded something, national merit, honors, but they don't tell you because of equity. We'll talk about the insanity of that, plus reparations in San Francisco. And yes, we will have a Nature Will Mess You Up segment as well. 323-538-2423. Chad Benson Show. Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Climate change is bad. You know what else is bad? Hot air. Check this out. Davos, John Kerry. Oh, my God. You're there to save us. And when you stop and think about it, it's pretty extraordinary that we select group of human beings because of whatever touched us at some point in our lives are able to sit in a room and come together and uh, actually talk about saving the planet. 
I mean, it's so almost extraterrestrial to think about, quote, saving the planet. And if you said that to most people, most people, they think you're just a crazy tree-hugging, lefty, liberal, you know, do-gooder, whatever. And, and there's no relationship. But You're a clown. Did you just not say... Think about how amazing we are. We're a select group of people like the X-Men who've been brought together to save the planet. Whoa. That's the only way we keep 1.5 degrees alive. So how do we get there? Well, the lesson I've learned in the last years, and I learned it as secretary and I've learned it since reinforced in spades, is money, 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 money. And I'm sorry to say that. I mean, yes, technology. Yes, exciting new initiatives. Yes, organizing. Winning races politically. But we have to go further. I have said this before, but I say it again. Money, 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 money. Now, you find that to be, well, well, they need money, 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 money. And they're the select group that gets to do it. This is Rutger Bremen, who is a Dutch journalist and a historian who in 2019, before COVID hit, uh, interesting, listen to what he's talking about. First of all, the BS of all of this stuff. And secondly, what he wants from everybody to save the planet. This is my first time at Davos, and, uh, and I find it quite a bewildering experience, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, 1,500 private jets have flown in here to hear Sir David Attenborough speak about, you know, how we're wrecking the planet. And, uh, I mean, I hear people talk in the language of participation and justice and equality and transparency. But then, I mean, almost no one raises the real issue of tax avoidance, right? And of the rich just not paying their fair share. I mean, it feels like I'm at a firefighters fighters conference and no one's allowed to speak about water. I mean, this is not rocket science. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can talk for a very long time about all these stupid <laughs> philanthropy schemes. We can invite Bono once more. But come on, it's... We got to be talking about taxes. That's it. Taxes, taxes, taxes. All the rest is in my opinion. Ah, money, 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 controlling money, controlling money, 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 money. And we're the select group of people who get to fly in here on our private jets and blow hot air up everybody's ass to talk about how wonderful we are. Wow, you guys are awful. Just the worst. Wasn't Zoom created so we didn't have to have this kind of stuff? I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. And don't hit me up all day with, you know, they're going to make us eat bugs and they're going to make us do this, that. Yeah, I want to hear that stuff. I'm over it, right? You know, so much of that is a bunch of baloney. Uh, by the way, some bugs, high in protein. Not bad for you. I'm just throwing it out there. And it's funny because while he's saying money, 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 and, and the other guy's saying taxes, 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 the, the it's control, control, control. Uh, the whole bug thing, which for years it's been talked about, you know, like Mark Cuban a few years ago invested in Shark Tank and a bunch of bug burgers and things like that. But one of the interesting things about this is is so much of that is based on what? Well, it's not you that's going to eat the bug burger. <laughs> it's the other people. Uh, those third world countries that are struggling. We listened to those guys talk about climate change yesterday. Uh, and, and, and I continue to tell everybody... You're a third world country who is trying to get yourself back up into reality of trying to just be able to have a roof over your head. You do not care about the rest of this crap. Now, what are we to do about this huge problem facing humanity? What can we in Britain do? We can only do one thing. You know why? This country is responsible for 2% of global carbon emissions, which means that if Britain was to sink into the sea right now, it would make absolutely no difference to the issue of climate change. You know why? 
because the future of the climate is going to be decided in Asia and in Latin America by poor people who couldn't give a shit about saving the planet. Yeah. So soak that up for a second, John Kerry, when you want money, 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 money. We're the select group of great people have been brought together to fix this mess. <laughs> Speaking of a mess, kids. If you've not seen this, so Virginia's in a hot mess when it comes to school. Glenn Youngkin, one of the big reasons that he's governor is because when he ran, he went against, uh, you know, the, the school unions and a lot of this craziness that goes on uh, in this this world of academia and, and now in, you know, just K through 12. And this this insanity of equity, kids, it's equity. It's all about equity. Remember, equality and equity are two different things. Equality, opportunity, chance. We should have one. Everybody should get one. Equity is, no matter what happens, we end up in the same place, period. If you haven't heard, Virginia, uh, they had a bunch of kids who uh, had done really well. National Merit-based awards they won. They didn't find out because out of equity, they didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings, so we're just not going to tell the kids. Now, Glenn Youngkin is calling for another investigation into whether students at Virginia's top high school, TJ, the Thomas Jefferson School for Science and Technology, face discrimination in the name of something called racial equity. Virginia still continues to be absolutely at ground zero when it comes to standing up for parents' rights with their children and for standing up for excellence. Now we see in Fairfax County violations of civil liberties. We have students who had achieved uh, a, a real accolade to be a national merit scholar, and they weren't told. They weren't told because they didn't want to make the other students feel bad. Oh, jeez, I don't want everybody to feel bad. Sorry. That is the dumbest thing in the world. You working your ass off to do something is ridiculous. And the fact that you are telling these kids nothing about it why try equality or equity? And when you have a superintendent in Loudoun County who expresses a desire that all students will have equal outcomes, no exceptions, this is the kind of just crazy behavior that you get from principals and administrators. It's not right. It's not consistent with Virginia values and American values. And we're going to go to work to make sure we fully understand all the facts here. Yeah. So they want the AG to look at this. What the hell's going on here? What in God's name is 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 going on at this point in time with this lunacy? We need to know. We want to know. Please tell us, how did we get to this point of insanity where you're now all caring about equity, not the hard-earned sweat equity uh, 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 that everybody put in? No, that that guy, that gal, that non-gender specific individual put in. This is one of the finest schools in the nation. It's constantly ranked number one for science and technology. It's a meritocracy. We had to pass a law last year to redirect the admissions of the Thomas Jefferson School to be based on a meritocracy as opposed to an aspiration for equal outcomes and admissions. This is the challenge that we have, and this is why Virginia is at the forefront of making sure that parents' rights will be protected, and this idea of hard work and achievement will be valued in all our schools, but particularly in our governor's schools like Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. And these are schools that are already in a position where they've worked hard to get to a level where it, it's not easy to get in there. And, and, and the, again, it's going back to equity. Equality. Everybody should have a chance. And not all chances are going to be fair. 
So let's just get that out of the way. And that's life. Doesn't matter what it is, whether you're a cook, whether you're great at math or, 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 or whether you're, you're an athlete, you should have the opportunity to participate, but it doesn't mean the outcome should be the same. And that's what this was about. Having kids working their butts off, sweat equity, no. Sweat equity is when we all do it and we all have the same outcome based on our efforts and we all ended up in the same place because not because of equality, not because somebody said so, but because the effort was perfect, the same, and we all did the exact same. That would be sweat equity. This was, we're just not going to tell anybody. Why bother trying, really? Absolutely not trying. I mean, why would you? I mean, these awards don't mean anything to you. Your accolades don't mean anything to you. You're led to believe that, you know, college admissions don't even look at SAT and ACT scores anymore. Why are you even working on your studies? I mean, it's just a hodgepodge of luck at this point. Yeah. And it's sad. But that's kind of what we have done now to many of these kids. And it, it is frustrating for a lot of people out there and parents are finding this stuff out. And it's now gone from one school to another school and they're looking at a lot of them. They're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to have these equity programs and putting stuff in place. Stop with that. Stop. Treat these kids the way they should be treated. Give them opportunities and let their efforts speak for themselves. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Bulwark Capital, if you're tired, Right, you may be heading into it. You're asking yourself, "Hey, uh, what am I going to do? My portfolio. How do I position myself successfully for retirement? How do I get myself? Uh, let's say you're 10 years away, 15, 20 years away. You're just getting started. What can you do? 2023, as we know, could be a very wild ride. Risk management's important. My buddy Zach Abraham and the, everybody over at Bulwark is ready to help you. Show you what they do with their investments or retirement planning. They're going to show you their entire process and how they protect your retirement portfolio against loss. And that is their number one focus." as well as growing that. They're going to have a live webinar coming up. Now, they're, you got to get in early, but let me tell you what they do. They're amazing. They're going to show you everything, why the basic 60-40 stock bond mix is outdated. They're going to show you previous years and what they do and their strategy, which is awesome. Register now by going to knowyourriskradio.com and find out what their risk management strategy is. It's a free live webinar, knowyourriskradio.com. Space is limited, so do it now. Fills up fast, knowyourriskradio.com, knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advisory services offered through Trek Financial LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Shall we talk about it? Nature messing you up? Let's do it straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to the Chad Autonomous Zone. Woo! Bipolar. There's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. No. Bipartisan. Don't abandon. Don't censor. Engage. Yes. The Chad Benson Show, where free speech and uncensored thought run wild. That's crazy. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends of all ages, as you all know, nature will mess you up. Case in point, horrible story today. One of the things that we've always talked about on the show, we joke about nature messing you up, and uh, there are a few animals out there, though. We talk about sharks, right? They've got Shark Week. They dedicate a whole week to Shark Week. It's, it's, it's amazing, right? Sharks don't hunt humans. Crocodiles do. So do polar bears. Horrible incident today. 
During the winter, polar bears migrate south in search of the marine animals that sustain them and occasionally come into contact with humans. That's what happened Tuesday in the village of Wales in northwest Alaska. A polar bear wandered into town and, according to a police report, chased several people, eventually killing a woman and a boy before another resident shot the bear to death. Bear attacks are fairly common in the lower 48, but polar bear attacks in Alaska are relatively rare. Yeah, because they don't come in contact with people. But here's the thing. In areas like that where there are polar bears, polar bears will actively hunt humans. They don't care. Think about this. We are clumsy. We are goofy. Well, we don't add a lot of nourishment, though. Uh, that's why sharks don't like us. One of the reasons that you know people always ask, why can't they keep a great white shark in captivity? Two reasons. One... And this is an important one. Uh, they swim like other sharks really just don't swim. I mean, you know, now that we're, we're tracking them, we'll find out. They'll swim two, three, four thousand. They'll just swim for mi- miles like you cannot believe, like other sharks just don't do. And two, we can't feed them enough. They, like, going to see a great white shark in captivity, could you imagine that we'd have to feed them seals every day? The same thing that your kids were cheering about an hour earlier as they did tricks. Well, guess what? Their offspring and their cousins are being fed live to great white sharks. That's not appealing. That's why they just don't last. But they don't want us because, you know, they bite us and our legs fall off and we bleed out. That's horrible. Yeah. Polar bears, crocodiles, gators, they'll hunt you. And this was horrible. This thing went into town, chased a bunch of people, finally caught up to a woman and a child and killed them. And you got to think about that for a second. This is not something where that, that is two people. It is. It's, it's horrible. And they will go and chase you. They got zero problems with that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Speaking of nature, Florida, you got an up-close look at nature. Not good. Well, right, the view behind me may not be for the faint of heart, but that did not stop a crowd from gathering around this beach whale all afternoon. A group of scientists from organizations, including NOAA, removed organs and blood samples today. They tell me this whale likely passed a week or two before washing on shore. Once in a lifetime opportunity, right? I mean, how often does a whale wash ashore? How often does a whale wash ashore? Not many times, especially a killer whale. Killer whales don't usually wash on shore. And a lot of times, too, here's the thing. You know, you have seen Jaws, right? If something dies in the ocean, usually the ocean claims it and all the critters in it. This group of scientists are part of what's called the Marine Mammal Stranding Group. So far, they determined this was a juvenile male whale. It'll take them a few weeks to actually analyze the material, but at that point, they'll be able to determine the cause of the death as well as the health of the animal when it perished. Matt Burke says at this time of year, this is unusual. This is a little more rare that a sperm whale would come up in the winter, generally more in the summer. Yeah, so it it is kind of a unique event. Yeah. Isn't it weird, though? They're doing like an autopsy on the thing there. I'm going to get some uh, samples and do some stuff. You guys, uh, uh, you know, just be- <laughs> it's like and I just keep going back in the 70s when they blew that whale up, not understanding as they tried to. For those of you guys who don't know, I think it was, in, it was in Portland or it was in Oregon somewhere where they blew a whale up because they didn't know how to remove it. So they thought, well, we'll just blow it into bits and pieces and then we can remove those chunks much easier, not understanding that those chunks weigh a thousand pounds a pop and they were hitting cars and it was ferocious. But 
they weren't chopping it up into bits and pieces to take out its guts, understandably. But we live in a world of quick, go get a picture. Jenny, Jenny, go stand by the dead whale. I'm going to get a picture. This is going to be great for the gram. A sperm whale washed up on Oregon shore. But why? As scientists worked along the beach, visitors tell us they wanted to make a detour to see the action. Overall, it's just interesting and amazing to see such an animal from the ocean wash ashore this size, right? So definitely an opportunity and experience. Impressed with the local community for coming out with curiosity and to, you know, share in the grief of the loss of the life of this creature. Now, do they share in the grief of the fact that it will go and kill other animals? Or is it just only the grief and the loss of the sperm whale or whatever? You know, any of the way. Like, it's so funny. We're sharing in the grief. They're not sharing in the grief. Nobody's sharing in the grief of the loss of this thing. Oh, it's sad that thing died, but I'm going to get a picture on it. And how many idiots do you know climbed up there? At least once or twice a, a year, a shark will get close enough to land. I mean, you know, in the, in the water where it's near the beach and some idiots will catch it. They'll drag it out and everybody will take 100 pictures with it or a dolphin until it dies. But we have to see you take a picture with an animal that's not supposed to be on land because you need something for the gram. And remember, let's not blow anything up. Of course, in Oregon, a beach sperm whale brings back memories of 1970 when K2 filmed the state using dynamite to dispose of a rotting whale carcass in Florence. That's not a technique that's generally uh, used much. Dynamite isn't part of any plan today. I love how he's like, that's not a technique that's used too much. Do we uh, do we still kind of maybe think if we have to? I'm just throwing it out there. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show your Twitter. Little nature messing you up. If you miss any of the show, grab the podcast. Please do. I appreciate that. Follow along across our social media. This is The Chad Benson Show. This is The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Some of the December numbers when it comes to uh, immigration, we'll hit up in a little bit. But my goodness me, we are record setting people. I just want you guys to know that never in the history of forever. Since they've been keeping track, has there been anything like this? The numbers are massive. But before we do that, kids and Get ourselves all situated there. Let's have some fun with some classified information. KJP, who, by the way, I'm not trying to be mean, but of all the uh, people that you would want sent out there, Jen Psaki, you know, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. You, you look at them, you think, ah, they'll get the done, right? You know, they, they'll go out there and they'll push back, right? They, they, KJP is not equipped at this moment to do the job that she is pushed out there to do. And we make fun of all like like John Spicer wasn't equipped for something like this. We saw the struggles. It is it is sad. But uh, she's got to go out there and, of course, play the game of uh, whose documents. Wow. What's this all about? Oh, geez. 
The White House says Republicans are faking outrage on this hey. issue. Why shouldn't Americans be outraged about classified documents being found in a garage? Look, and I think I've been very clear about this. We have answered questions on this at this podium. You've heard, as Phil was saying twice from the president, talk about this. He said that he didn't know. Right? He said that he was surprised, and he said that he takes classified information and documents very, very seriously. Yeah, I know that. You just, you, you're, you're repeating things he said, but the, the reality is, is why shouldn't be Americans upset? And I say, why should they be upset? Right, well, why are you saying that? I'm just, I mean, did you, two weeks ago, did, did you care? No. Not really. Now that you found some stuff out, you care. You care more about the fact that they found it out in November and then you found out after the election and after the first of the year. There's where your pissed and angriness should lie. Some of these 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 organizations, these agencies, everything they have, every piece of paper, every nook and cranny is classified. Hell, their text messages to one another is probably classified, even so much as like, hey, do we go to Buffalo Wild Wings tonight to watch it? Because th- that's what some of these agencies do. To me, the cover-up or the lack of uh, transparency, and then all of a sudden the insane transparency is, as far as the media is going, well, hold on here, we need to ask a question. Partly, you know, you talk to some people, it's because they want to get rid of Biden. He's crazy. Got to get rid of him. His numbers may be improving. We, we, we can't have him run again, right? Because, look, Trump is one thing, and nobody thinks that Trump's actually going to get through and be the nominee. I mean, he came out, what does he came out yesterday? He's got, got dirt on everybody and blah, blah, blah. You know, he's going to do whatever Trump does. But I just, I, at the end of the day, you know, I, I don't think that's going to work. Here's my question. What if it is the media? This, oh, like, Because we've said for a long time, wait till after the election. Then watch what happens. The media has always looked at them and said, well, you know. I mean, he did the thing he needed to do, which was beat Trump. And by that, he did the thing he needed to do, which was hide in the basement and Trump was gone. Okay, But what if he faces somebody competent and his numbers are And maybe the economy is still all over the place and people just don't feel comfortable. And eh, the the craziness that's going on with immigration, which will pop its head up. And we'll talk about that in a second. What if if he's in the 30s, which I don't think he's going to improve much from the mid 30s to the low 40s at best. I don't even know if any president's going to achieve much more than that at this point in time with the divisiveness that we have in this country. 52% 52% might be sweet mother of God. 52%. He did what he needed to do. What if? And I'm throwing it out there. The media's come a little harder, a little stronger because they're looking around going, eh, you know, I didn't think he would be as gung ho as he seems to be. He really seems to be wanting to run again. He knows he's 300, right? Yeah. Didn't anybody tell him before that this was a one shot deal? That he was supposed to be the keeper of this of you know uh, uh, of the sphere, if you will, but he was going to pass it off sooner rather than later. No, no, no. He thinks he gets to keep it again. What? Oh, we can't let Grandpa drive this country again. It's not good. It's not. 
Oh, yeah, I guess so. So what are we going to do? I've said for a while that there'll be something that comes up. There'll be something that comes up. And last week or two weeks ago, his wife had cancer, uh, some cancerous, like, I don't know if it was sunspots or something removed. And you watch what happens. It'll be a health issue or something like that. But they're, they're pushing and it feels weird that this is going on. Because when you listen to the media, it's normally, right, when Trump was out there, when, you know, Obama was out there, the media fought on him. And, you know, here comes the jerks that are Fox to ask him some questions that may be real. Uh, and then Trump, you know, everybody but Fox was asking him real questions. And then all of a sudden Biden comes along and they don't really ask him anything or her anything. Uh, and then, with, you know, you know, next thing you know, it's Ducey arguing with somebody. Now it's everybody has questions. Everybody's pushing back. It is funny. She wants to talk about anything but this. Frank is new to us in the conversations you've had with him on this issue. His, his mood has been very clear. I, I saw him this morning. He's very focused. I, I was with I traveled with him this weekend. He wants to make sure that he's continuing and we are continuing to deliver for the American people. And uh, we've been, you know, we've been con- pretty consistent on that. If you think about last week, you heard from him about his, how his economic plan is working, how we have seen uh, inflation go down for six months straight, how we have seen uh, unemployment numbers at its lowest level in 50 years, uh, that matters. That is also the things that this country, the people in this country are also very, very concerned about. Yeah, most people are concerned about that. They care about their jobs. They care about their lives. They care about all these things. This is just a political thing. I mean, they need to fill time. It's great. Uh, I, you know, I don't think I don't think Joe's going to jail. I don't think that that uh, uh, Trump is going to jail over this. Even with the you tampered with this, they'll come out and say when somebody says they need to be treated, they're not the same as you and me. They're not. They passed that a long time ago when you have 24-hour security that watches every move that you make. They passed that a long time ago when you have the snap of the fingers to make a decision of whether or not to kill 100 people in a small village far away to get one person. I know that sounds weird because you think they're just like, they're not. We would like to treat them as such, but they're not. They're not. Average person cares about cost of stuff. What's it costing me to go to work every day? How much is it costing me in gas? When I go to the grocery store, this time two years ago, it was X. Now it's Y. Why are things considerably higher in areas, whether it's eggs or, or you know, no matter what it is, what the hell's going on here? Why is gas going up again? Another question that's being asked. I'll tell you why. We talked about it a little bit earlier. China is starting to open up again because of desperation. They are desperate. China, no longer the most populous nation on earth. That is India. China, steady decline of population. They've lost a million two. Decline in their population. The one child policy, especially when you only got boys, that didn't work too well. Despite what people think, boys can't get pregnant. Then they said, two, you can have two kids. Mm, yeah, still not working. Three, yeah, no. 
A vast majority of China's population is elderly, and a vast majority of them live in abject poverty. Take out some of the big cities we see, the Beijings and a lot of these others. Take those things out of it. So many of them live in abject poverty, and they've got to feed those people. There is not enough, and now they're on the decline. And the struggle is real with China. Their, their numbers were horrible. Well, we, we grew by 3%. No, you didn't. First of all, nobody believes your numbers anymore. Secondly, we know you didn't grow by 3%. We know that your zero China COVID, uh, I mean, your zero COVID uh, rules in China failed gloriously and you pissed the population off. Your Maoist ways uh, went sideways and it's costing you and it's been costing you for a while. And now everybody's starting to realize you guys are in some serious trouble. Serious, serious trouble. How bad is it going to get for them? Pretty bad. Much worse than people think. Once again, it looks like America may have skated by all the other nations that were supposedly overtake us. Europe's coming for us. Japan, remember that? They got two lost decades. When I traded currencies for a year, Japan was, they're like, it's a lost decade. They just didn't do anything. Didn't go anywhere. It neither grew or, or, or shrank. It just stayed there. It was just a, China is in serious trouble. Very interesting. Absolutely. We are still doing well, but we care about us. I love you and your family, but I love my family more. <laughs> right? Just like I expect you might like me, but you love your family more, as you should. We care about us. That's the reality of it. We care about why are things more expensive? China's opening up. Why is gas going up? Well, because they're going to start spending a lot more on fuel. They're opening up their markets again. My gas prices are jumping. What's that mean for all the other things? Part of the reasons the inflation numbers have cooled is because energy prices. We talked to our buddy Zach Abraham yesterday. He's like, I don't know why some of these things are so cheap and China's getting ready to buy. Don't be surprised if you start to see the energy prices rise. What's that mean? Well, prices get more expensive. Inflation will get hotter. We'll be in that same position. The feds will start raising rates, trying to slow things down. It's chaos and craziness we care about our lives as we should the rest of this is noise and politics that is great to fill time but it doesn't make your day any easier doesn't secure your job more doesn't make eggs cheaper than do any of those things three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad Menton show your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. Love hearing from all of you. Some fun stuff we'll get to. Words from long ago. Slang terms from long ago. We'll, we'll throw some of those things out there. Are you a beezer? Are you an againster? Maybe. Some Davo stuff. Plus, bottom of the hour, uh, Matt Lamb's going to join us from uh, the College Fix to talk about some of the insanity going on at Harvard Med School including the hyper-focus on LGBTQIA+, that includes, are you ready for this? Taking care of patients with diverse sexual orientation that includes infants. Yeah, the insanity continues, kids. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. Twitter, it is called Omaha Steaks. 55% off right now, plus $30 on checkout when you use code Benson. That is site-wide. Stock up your freezer. This winter, 
and barbecue your heart's desire out as you go. Because that's what we do. That's what we do. Oh, my goodness. I, I said the other day, we, so we took out our Omaha steaks. The kids, wanted, uh, my, uh, the kids wanted hot dogs and stuff, so we made hot dogs, and we, we cooked up some fillets. It was so amazing because it's raining, but we're kind of under this awning, and we're sitting there. It was just a memory, and I love it. That's what Omaha Steaks does. The best steak, period, guaranteed. You will love, love, love what they have for you. The fillets, right, aged to perfection. Oh, my goodness. The amazing hot dogs, hamburgers. Yes, those are incredible. But let's not forget, they've got surf and turf. They've got comfort food. They have got air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, which are awesome. We made last night, my wife made homemade chicken pot pies with Omaha Steaks chicken breasts. Oh, delicious. Get yours now. Save 55% site-wide and $30 extra off. When you use code Benson, 100% unconditional money-back guarantee, go to omahasteaks.com. Use that promo code Benson at checkout. Minimum order may be required. omahasteaks.com, omahasteaks.com. When you check out, use code Benson to save an extra $30. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. We continue to follow breaking news out of Ukraine, where the national police chief says at least 16 people have been killed following a helicopter crash. It happened in the city of Brovary in the Kiev region when the chopper crashed near a kindergarten and a residential building. The official says nine people on board the helicopter and two children were among those killed. At least 22 people are in the hospital, including 10 children. Yeah, uh, horrific. Uh, And also the first cabinet member to lose their life in the helicopter crash in the Battle of Ukraine. And the numbers are going to get worse. We're going to have to talk to our buddy on Friday. Uh, Mike Lyons, our military analyst, is going to join the program, talk about the fears of the new Russian mobilization. What is taking place there? How bad is it going to be come springtime? And it is, uh, you know, there's a fresh offensive that they're talking about coming we touched on it yesterday that we're training now the many of their soldiers over here and and seem to be preparing them for something big. And that means we must know what's big And there. I mean, we're hearing stories of them mobilizing upwards over a million plus new conscripts. It, it, it's, you know, so it sounds like the offensive is coming. And part of that is we touched on yesterday, the the fear of a winter that was going to freeze Europe out and have them capitulate to Putin never materialized. And because it never materialized, desperation is starting to sink in and desperate men with little to lose will do desperate things. The Pentagon tonight saying that a team of Ukrainian troops has already begun training on the Patriot missile defense system at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. That is a short time ago. President Zelensky saying that the Dutch have committed a Patriot battery, which along with the German battery brings a total to three now headed to Ukraine. That's huge. That is massive. Uh, And we're training them on our soil. And so we're getting more involved than I think a lot of people thought. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Is your Twitter tweet at us, text a program talking about throughout today the crazy numbers when it comes to immigration. 250,000 plus last month, December. Those are the numbers we're hearing. On top of that, are you ready for this? Almost 70,000 gotaways on top of that. Crisis, you think? That's what Mayor Adams of New York was saying. Coming up, 
Matt uh, Lamb, uh, associate editor for the College Fix, going to join us to talk about the insanity of, of Harvard Medical School. It's Woke Wednesday. Straight ahead, Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Ah, kids and kittens, it's Wednesday. You know what happens on Wednesday. We talk about all kinds of things, but one of the things we love to do is get woke. Oh, yeah. Every once in a while, it's just good to get a little woke. Okay, I have been made aware of the allegations. Is there anything you can say on your behalf? I'm trans? You just won HR. White people are also oppressed by racism. We're not. We are the oppressors. What the? What? What did you say? Do not bring that European nonsense into this ethnic household. Do you understand me? I have hair in my armpit. I have it there for a few reasons. One, lazy. Two, the patriarchy. And three, it's still exhausting. Oh my God. Amazing! It's time for Woke Wednesday. Let's get woke and joining us now from the collegefix.com associate editor, Matt Lamb. And let's talk about some wokeness and wackiness going on. And, you know, one of the things I was talking to one of the other uh, people over there about the Harvard Med School. So the LGBTQIA plus infants and older is insane, Matt. And uh, first of all, what's going on in a lot of these medical schools is insane, but uh, they're they're pushing agendas and doing wacky things. Uh, how does a child, an infant, know if they're LGBTQ plus? Exactly. So uh, they don't. Um, it's it's not possible. But Harvard Med School, since the story kind of went viral after we broke it uh, January tenth, they came out and they said, "No, oh, this is about uh, chromosomal, uh, gonad- gonadal, anatomical variations." Uh, I think they're referring to intersex people. The problem with that is that intersex isn't really doesn't really fit with the other alphabet uh, alphabet people because intersex is just a biological ana- anomaly. Um, <clears throat> if you're intersex, you're still a male or a female. There's just like problems with your reproductive organs or or things like that. Um, I, I know. Oh, sorry. Good. No, no, no. Keep going. Oh, I, and I know. So I know our story uh, really has made it big because the Associated Press came to the rescue today with a fact check. They they fact checked our story and said Harvard is not they don't do anything with transgender infants. Well, the problem actually is that this med class partners with Boston Children's Hospital, who has said before that children can be transgender in the womb. So when you put those two things together, it sure seems like there's people at Harvard who think babies or even preborn babies can be gay or transgender or, or questioning or asexual. <clears throat> it's nuts. It's nuts. We're talking to uh, uh, Matt Lamb, associate editor at the college com. You know, when you talk about stories like this, everybody wants to come out. No, this is, this is, this is what we really meant. This is the things, Matt, this is what we really meant. We have to fact check you guys because what we really meant was this and it's so funny that they run out to fact check certain things, but you're talking about an infant and it, sh- it just shows you the insanity. And 
Look, I get it from people who push agendas in the media and things like this. This is a medical school. This is not playtime uh, advocacy. Right. And the other thing that, uh, and I actually wrote a, a different piece on this today, it's up at thecollegefix.com, is that it's not a very convincing response because it's a very rare condition and it could probably be covered in a day in like an endocrinology class an obstetrics or a pediatrics class. So why would they put it with a very, <clears throat> this course is activist focused. They say part of it's going to be, you're going to do advocacy for, for LGBTQIA plus whatever people. So then why are you treating a medical condition that happens in the, that can happen in the womb? Um, I mean, a lot of this stuff can happen before you're bored. Why is that an activist? Like, what are they doing? They're going to hold, like, a protest in support of intersex babies? And what are you even protesting for? It's something that can be fixed with surgery or, or hormones and other med medical, legitimate medical interventions. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. You know, it, it's and, and I look at, you know, last year there was that uh, was at Minnesota University, another medical school out there that was doing the same thing where so much of what's going on in the medical world at these colleges is the the professors are starting to get worried because they're like, hey, uh, we're going to put science to the side because we're more interested in feelings over the science of stuff. And that's a scary thing. And I keep telling everybody this and maybe you can elaborate. The woke culture that we joke about all the time, and we have because some of it's absurd, we've got to the point now where these kids have been indoctrinated enough. Now they're in your, well, they're in your work. They're in the cube next to you. They're bringing all of this lunacy with them, and they're making you try to conform to it. I don't want that from a doctor who's like, look, I'm more about an advocate, whether or not I'm going to treat you the right way as far as science goes. Absolutely. So, you know, it used to be kind of contained to the women and gender studies department, and there'd be sort of a silly essay from some feminist professor about smashing the patriarchy, haha, whatever. But now it's, it's in the classrooms, it's in the corporations, it's in the doctor's room. I mean, there's real world effects when doctors are telling 13 and 14 year olds, maybe you know the story about Chloe Cole and others like her. Oh, yeah. oh you need to chop off your breasts. Well, now if they change their mind, which often happens, they can no longer breastfeed and people are being permanently sterilized at 14, 15, 16 years old. It's not, you know, it's one thing to kind of laugh at the pronouns. Ha ha. Okay. But these are like real world effects that actually harm people's lives. Yeah. And I don't think people take that into account. Uh, talking to uh, Matt Lamb, associate editor at collegefix.com. Uh, and you guys have been great about bringing a lot of this lunacy to, to everybody, but you know, we, we, you, you talk about Chloe. And, you know, I, I read something the other day where it's another one of those libs and TikTok lunatic, you know, lunatics that are out there that, again, make us all laugh. But it's it's like, do you really believe this or are you parroting somebody? They're like, if you are transgender and you decide to detransition, you're transphobic. I'm like, my God, that's that's where we are now. It's like it's insane. And yet you can't say anything or else you're a bad person. Absolutely. Which <clears throat> it's kind of ironic they would say that because I thought you could be gender fluid. So why can't you move back and forth between being transgender and uh, and not? And I think that was actually like an academic study, so to speak, out of the, the Netherlands, which I think legalizes all drugs, which maybe explains how they came to that conclusion. But um, exactly. And it is really infecting. You mentioned the University of Minnesota. They have a pro professor who is not a medical doctor who writes these papers regularly. Her name is Rachel Hardiman about racialized violence and pregnancy. And she tried to argue that 
police stops were leading to miscarriages, but there was no sort of like causal link. She just took two numbers and made a correlation and, and claimed it. And, and, and this is going to lead to bad medicine because doctors, unfortunately, are going to incorporate this into their practice. You know, you talk about like the, the, the lunacy. I was, I was, you know, Abigail Schreier, we've had her on several times here. You know, her book is great about this and, you know, she's, she's, you know, she's kind of left and she's, you know, didn't want to write a book about, you know, transitioning and the trans thing. And she talked about the stuff that was going on, but, you know, she also mentioned, and we've talked about this. I'm sure you guys have talked to doctors. The fear is if you're a doctor right now and you go out there, Matt, and you're like, I don't think I should do this. Well, they're going to scream at you and then try to take your license. But you also know if I continue in this kind of practice, guess what's going to happen? Eventually, they're going to come back to me in five years and go, why did you do this to me? And they're going to take your license. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Absolutely. I mean, there's been lawsuits. Um, Chloe Cole is one example. Camille Kiefel is another one. Um, I think she's an organ <clears throat> who are going back and, you know, suing these doctors. And I do think the lawsuits are good because I think fear of lawsuits uh, can can change doctors uh, practices for the better. Um, and absolutely. And I think it's going to drive people out of the medical field or it's going to stop good people from going into the medical field. You know, we hear all this moaning and, and, and whining about, oh, we're not going to have enough OBGYNs if there's restrictions on abortion. Well, let's talk about what happens when you target, you know, people of faith or just people who are critical of transgenderism and basically force them to participate in this. I mean, you're going to lose a lot of good people from the medical field for this very reason. You know, uh, I was talking to uh, Matt Lamb. He's associate editor over there at uh, collegefix.com. Check him out. You know, I you know, I worked for years in Palm Springs. I met several people who were trans, mm -hmm. and it was, you know, very interesting because a lot of them who were older in particular would talk about the fact, Matt, that, you know, when they went through this years ago, it was a couple years of living as the opposite sex. It was a couple years, but you know, of then getting the gender stuff before they even th and psych, you know, psychological evaluation before they even thought about saying, "Hey, it's okay for you uh, to now go through with the surgery." Now it's like it seems to be a phone call. This is easy to get as a prescription for Adderall. Absolutely, there was. A uh, counselor who was sued, this Camille Kiefel case I mentioned, um, and she, she said she doesn't do counseling. She basically just writes letters of support. So you go and you say, I'm, I, I was assigned male at birth, um, but I'm a female. Okay, 30 minutes. Yep, yep. Oh, okay, you like wearing dresses. Oh, cool, cool. Yep, you're a woman. Here you go. Go, like, cut off all your, you know, go sterilize yourself. And, yeah, it really, it, it, there's no, there's no, I mean, there can't be science behind it because you can't change your genders. But even the made-up science is so flimsy <laughs> to begin with um, because they're just so eager to inject you with puberty blockers and, uh, and surgeries. And I think for something I had to learn, I think also for older generations, that a lot of people might think transgender is cross-dressing. And maybe you're a man, but you wear a dress and you wear makeup. But like we mentioned, these are real-world effects that are leaving the classroom and, and harming people in, in society. What are the numbers? Because I saw, you know, I, I was, you know, Bill Maher even talked about the insanity. You know, it was like you go back and you look at the greatest generation. It was less than one tenth of one percent. Then you look at the, you know, uh, the baby boomers. It was like, you know, three percent. Gen X was like, you know, four and a half percent. Then you get to the point where you're now at like Gen Z and it's like 21 percent of them are, are part of the LGBTQ, uh, which is, you know, statistically just not even possible. But when you look at the trans, what are the numbers? Because it's growing and it's a business. 
Yeah, so <clears throat> I've seen something like 6% um, the, in the whole LGBT spectrum. We had an article the other day. Some colleges at like Smith College, some Ivy Leagues, I think it's up to like 50, 60, 70% are somewhere on that LGBTQ uh, list. Um, so it, it is that high. But in reality, the number of gender dysphoric individuals probably historically has always been around, you know, half a percent to 1%. Uh, you know, everyone kind of has mental health issues from here to there. So that wouldn't be surprising that people would have gender confusion, you know, 1%. But it's certainly going up. I would love to see an actual academic study on TikTok usage correlation to transgender identification, because uh, I do I do believe there's a strong connection there to social media and, and LGBT identification. And, and and last question, I appreciate you coming on today. Uh, Matt Lamb, uh, uh, go to thecollegefix.com, check out all his great writing and all the great stuff going on over there, uh, keeping everybody abreast of the woke and wackiness. Uh, I look at all of this stuff. How many of it, though, is kids? Because I, I think this more than anything. They just want to be special. And this gives them that it's it's like having an X-Man power. This gives them that if you identify as this, uh, it gives you power as you identify it, it, that to me seems to be something that is so, I think, real because they feel like they don't have anything. And now all of a sudden they're in some sort of protected class. Absolutely. This goes back to a few years ago. I was in a uh... I was involved Catholic youth ministry, and there was a psychologist from the, the, the local diocese that said that the number one way to get attention and, and affection and support now, and this was probably three or four years ago, is to come out as, as gay. And I'm sure now he would probably say gay or transgender or gender fluid. So I do really believe it's a, it's a, well, it's a social contagion, right? Uh, that was yeah. or, or rapid onset gender dysphoria. I, I, I believe Abigail referred to it as social contagion. So yeah, I think your point is exactly it. I think it's a social positive thing. The internet, there's a lot of affirmation. Helena Kirshner's talked about this, but it is driven by the internet and and, you know, groupthink, let's say. That damn internet, which connected us. So at times it's good as well. Uh, Associate Editor Matt Lambert, the uh, thecollegefix.com. Uh, Check it out. Appreciate you coming on today, my man. Enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Bye. Thanks. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-P-E-N-S-O-N. Uh, so much to unpack with that. We'll touch a little bit on that as well. Uh, some more on the economy. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. I do love hearing from all of you. Rough Greens. I give it to my dogs every single day. I think a lot of people go, do you really give it to Doodle? I do give it to Doodle. I'm going to take some new videos with Doodle soon. Uh, vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. You guys hear me talk about that. My dogs are little. My mom's dogs are big. They're huge. You know, the smallest one's a St. Bernard. They've got a giant German Shepherd. They have uh, a Burmese Mountain Dog. Big dogs. Huge. And one of the things they all suffered from was allergies. And it's been great since my mom started giving them rough greens. They don't have any issues. They don't have any allergy issues. They got through summer without being, you know, like tearing off part of their skin and having. And no, it was it was amazing. She's like, I can't believe this. It's the things that they can do with rough greens because it's just simple. They have all this amazing stuff put together. And Dr. Dennis Black put this together over a uh, you know, quarter of a century. And it's just sprinkled on top of your dog's food. It's going to bring the nutrients out of your dog's food that aren't being used because it's meant to be on a shelf, and it's going to add to it. They're going to love the taste, and it's truly amazing. Try it for yourself right now. Get a bag for free. All you have to do, zit, cover the cost of shipping. 
ruffgreens.com slash chad ruffgreens.com slash chad ruffgreens.com slash chad chad benson show serving up talk radio medium rare and dripping with irony it's chad benson Ah, appreciate Matt Lamb coming on. You missed any associated editor of thecollegefix.com. If you never check it out, just go there and see some of the lunacy. And this is all based on all the craziness going on in college. And it's funny. I don't see it anywhere. We had an incident here the other day. I'm not, I'm not going to say what took place. Uh, but it was, again, we've got this woke culture and it's coming out. And if you're in the economics department, you're in the engineering department, you're not feeling it. But so many people are doing these humanity departments. It's just crazy lunacy that's going on and it was very interesting so you know just to hear some of the wackiness and when you've got medical schools like harvard and 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 many other who are basing like some of the stuff that they're doing in the world of 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 the medical and science world on feelings more than science that's scary you know, and Eric Weinstein talked about it all the time. He's like, I don't know how many friends of mine, are professor friends, and this guy's a great professor who are brilliant. And when they go, they may be the most qualified person when they're looking to be professor professorships for certain places. And they're told essentially, well, you're, you know, when you're just, you don't have the the activism we're looking for. That's not what I want in an engineer. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet text. Love hearing from all of you. Better help. People are struggling out there with all kinds of issues, and they can't find somebody to talk to, and they need somebody to talk to. Now, maybe it's New Year's resolutions. How do I work with my willpower? I've got to make big decisions this year about several different things, and sometimes there are other issues out there. And let me tell you something, BetterHelp is here to help you. Everything is done online. It's therapy like you've never ever seen before and it is incredible it has helped my my eldest tremendously uh in a time when people were struggling with covid and she was on the spectrum guess what everything's done online now you can do zoom phone calls even direct messages over three million people have been placed with licensed and vetted therapists right now I'm going to save you an extra 10%, and it's way more affordable than going in person. I want you to go to BetterHelp.com slash Benson. You fill out a small questionnaire, your place with a therapist. If you're uncomfortable with a therapist or you don't feel it's clicking, you can easily be switched to a new therapist. Couldn't be simpler. BetterHelp.com slash Benson saves you an extra 10% off your first month. BetterHelp.com slash Benson at Chad Benson show Twitter C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N Chad Benson show this is the Chad Benson show